it's coming. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? Welcome back to Making Our Seniors Matter. And uh, you know what? We're going to be changing up that music in the next series. We've been green-lighted for some more shows, which is great news for you and great news for us. So you'll just have to tune in and keep listening and see what we decide to play for the next theme of the series. Another stellar show, some great guests today. Margaret Wallace Duffy joins me in our remote studio, nestled away in somewhere Ontario. We're not saying where. <laughs> yeah, we're going to keep it a big secret, but we do love our remote studio. And what we love about it most is the incredible guests that come and sit across from us here in studio. And today is no exception. We are excited to welcome Nina Mithia, the pharmacy manager at Trescott Pharmacy. Now she's here to talk about medications and seniors. And Lindsay Croft is back in the house from the Home Updaters, talking about how to update our homes to keep it safe for seniors. It's going to be a great show, Todd. Absolutely. So stay tuned. More Making Our Seniors Matter right around the corner. When Monique, 77 years of age, found herself short of cash, she didn't feel right asking her children for help. With a strong independent streak, Monique always relied on herself. She was intrigued when she saw the CHIP reverse mortgage commercial on television. She inquired about meeting a CHIP representative. At the outset, Monique was skeptical, but was reassured by the clear and transparent process. After careful consideration and consultation with her son, Monique was confident that the CHIP reverse mortgage plan would meet her needs. Through the CHIP reverse mortgage, she accessed 34% of the equity of her home. By not accessing the full lending limit of her plan, she can access additional capital for future needs. Monique felt great relief paying off her existing mortgage. As well, money that used to service her debt now supplements her monthly cash flow. Monique is especially proud of living in her home while retaining her financial independence. If you think a home equity reverse mortgage would help you keep your financial independence, call 1-866-522-2447 or go to chip.ca. I chose you for the one, now we're having so much fun. You treated me so kind, I'm about to lose my so very happy i'm so glad you came into my life welcome back to making our seniors matter on while living radio and listen up talk radio and you make us very happy by tuning in every week with your great feedback and of course you can reach us anytime at our 1-800 number it is actually 1-866-269-6155 866-269-6155 and just press number three and you can leave us a voicemail a song request or nominate someone for our shining senior moment good morning to margaret wallace duffy again who's in studio with uh, someone that's going to give us some wonderful information about a very important topic and that is medication and our seniors Good morning, Todd. And yes, we are honored to have in studio with us this morning um, a well-respected pharmacist. Nina Mithia is an active community member who's been in the healthcare and pharmacy business for nearly 10 years. Nina achieved her Doctor of Pharmacy degree from Boston, Massachusetts. She's been working with Adapt Home Healthcare team for over eight years and is currently a practicing pharmacy manager at Trescott Pharmacy in Mississauga. Now, Nina's focus and passions have always been in the healthcare industry. 
The company's business model says it all. Your health is our concern. They pride themselves and their teams on the superior customer service and their attention to each and every person and patient that come through their doors. I gotta love it, because sitting across from her with her contagious smile, she loves to spend time with her family, as do we do, mm -hmm. travel and cook. We've got a lot in common. Oh, Welcome. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Margaret. Thank you so much, Todd, as well. It's an honor to be here and a pleasure to be here. I'm so happy and delighted. Well, and we're happy to have you, because this is a topic that's very, very important, mm -hmm. and all of us face. I mean, having uh, pharmaceuticals in our home is, is often a necessary mm -hmm. thing as we age, but we want to make sure that we're being safe. Absolutely. And I certainly know as a healthcare professional, but also as a daughter of aging parents, this is something we really need to pay attention to. So I'm excited to have a conversation with you about uh, this Me morning. too. I'm looking forward to it. So let's uh, let's kick off right away and, and talk um, about some of your concerns. I know one of the things that I get concerned about and many people, what do we do with unused medications? That's a great question. And it's it's a question that only affects seniors, but also the rest of our families. And so with unused medications, my biggest, I mean, I'm a huge advocate of this, is bringing your medications to your pharmacy or a pharmacy in the area. Now, I know I don't know the types of pharmacies that do exist and where and community pharmacies, but I know at our locations, for example, I will take them from anyone and Fabulous. whoever. It's um, if they have nutritional supplements, over-the-counter medications, prescription medications. If they're from other countries, it doesn't matter. Um, and with that, I, I have a company that comes in at least once a month, if not more, to pick up these unused medications. They will dispose off of them correctly, and it's a lot a bigger, a better alternative than uh, dumping them in the trash and that getting access to public, um, children, wildlife, the sewage system, etc. Exactly, the sewage system, exactly. So, Some real issues and and also interactions, which leads me to your to your next question. Yeah. We really do need to be informed, mm -hmm. and your pharmacist is there to educate, mm -hmm. correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about you know. Can a senior go in and actually have a conversation, or a senior's family, about medications, how they might interact, or any concerns they might have? Anytime, absolutely. Um, come in, call me, um, anything, any of our pharmacists, any of our team. Um, what we do is we do things called medica uh, medication reviews. And medication reviews is when I sit down either with the senior themselves or the family member, whether it be in the store or at the home, review the medications, any questions. Um, sometimes my the biggest thing that happens is something called polypharmacy. And polypharmacy is when individuals will, have, will get prescriptions, and this can affect seniors as well as non, um, and they'll get them filled at the closest pharmacy or their closest location. Now, I strongly discourage this, and the reason for that is we maintain a history. We go through, if there's dose changes, I mean, if one doctor walk in has prescribed an antibiotic that the family doctor might not know about. So that's the idea of that. And so through the medication review, we can go through everything. And I encourage everyone to bring whatever they're taking. We sit down, lay it all out, and compare, okay, is this interacting was this agent interacting with that agent? Wait, why are you taking five blood pressure medications oh, from three different doctors? Absolutely. Right? This is a big issue. And so that then starts a conversation between me and the different healthcare professionals to start changing doses, start changing regimens, allows me to exercise my professional judgment as well to say, okay, hold on a second, we're doing too much here, we're not doing enough. 
I love what you're saying because I don't think, although we know pharmacists are in a community mm -hmm. and they're there behind the counter mm -hmm. in the drugstore mm -hmm. when you walk in, but I love that you're saying you are part of their health care team and they do need to interact. You know, a perfect example, my mom had a procedure recently sure. and the pharmacist took it upon himself to be contacting the doctor, both the surgeon and the family doctor, mm -hmm. and have those conversations mm -hmm. because he had some concerns about what had been prescribed. That's really important. And I'm not so sure that everybody thinks they recognize you're in our communities, but that you're not an active member of that team on an ongoing basis. So I like to say two things, um, and especially to my patients, I encourage this as well, where we like to say that our, pharmac our pharmacists in general, we're the first point of care or contact within our community. I mean, holidays, weekends, evenings, yes, any single, any time. And it's becoming so common now that doctors are very busy, not too busy for their patients, I'm not saying that by any means, but if there's extra questions, concerns, sometimes when you leave the office, you have you think of so many other Absolutely. points that you wanted to discuss, so we've become that. And number two, I strongly believe in the collaborative healthcare approach mm -hmm. and that team approach. And the biggest, the biggest member of that team is our patients. So I help them recognize that as well, that you're not just receiving care from your team, you're part of your, you're part of the team, right? So you're an important decision maker as well. Yeah, absolutely, and you are able to make wise, educated decisions, for example, on a weekend, like mm -hmm. you said, or after hours, maybe they've started to take a medication and some symptoms arise. Mm -hmm. And now they're unsure or their family member's concerned, is this okay for mom or dad? Is what's happening here? Mm -hmm. And and you are the first line of defense to be able to go to and say, okay, here's what I'm taking. Here's how I'm feeling. Is this normal? Absolutely. And I have patients that come in on, a, as seniors especially, that come in on a daily basis to get their blood pressures checked by me. I have a logbook for each of them, go through nice. it. Um, and again, it becomes on weekends, Sundays, they come in, uh, holidays as well. And again, it becomes, and there have been situations where I've intervened to say, actually, you know what, hold on, this is not the safest today. Let's alter this, let's do that. Let me contact your physician. Right, so um, you can be that voice for them. Absolutely, and a lot of times I find with seniors that they're hesitant of now. Course. It, one, it's acceptance, and it's 100% understandable as well, but it, it's acceptance. So it's my professional responsibility at that point, as well as being an advocate for the patient as well, to touch base with their physicians to say, you know what, this is what's going on with Mrs. So-and-so or Mr. So-and-so, um, and what can we do to help them? This is what I think. And now I've established that professional relationship with a few of the doctors and stuff like that as well, where they now call me asking me for my opinion. Right, right. So, it's a nice open relationship with everyone, and that's how I believe pharmacy should also be practiced. Indeed. So here on Making Our Seniors Matter, we're all about giving real practical mm -hmm. tips. Mm -hmm. So as a pharmacist, can you speak to giving us a couple of tips for, for seniors and their families mm -hmm. when it comes to pharmacology? With seniors in general, we like to talk about the gifts of aging, right? And we call them gifts because Love it. it's <laughs> reality, right? Changes in vision, mobility, cognition, physiological changes, pathological changes. Um, and so with this, we also see there's an increase in medication use. Blood pressure, hypertension, hypercholesterolemia, diabetes, prostate issues, the list is endless. And so with that, you have multiple medications. So my biggest tip is to use blister compliance packaging programs. Um, a lot of pharmacies do this. Some pharmacies charge for it. I know our, our group of pharmacies, we do not charge for that service. Um, and the only charge would be 
cost of your medications, which right. you're paying for anyways. Um, and with this, we organize your medications. We give you four cards per month, one card per week, um, and it splits it up by day and time. Oh. And we make them for you. They're triple checked, verified. And so now this serves two purposes. One, now the senior's not looking at five different bottles or three or seven or 15. I mean, yes, it varies. Yeah. Um, it's all organized. You punch it out. You're taking it the time. Um, and number two, if for some reason medication is missed or a day is missed, it also keeps track of that. Right. right. So God forbid, but if an incident occurs or if something goes wrong or something's not ideal, now we can see, okay, Mrs. Jones missed her medication at Tuesday morning, Wednesday afternoon, this is what happened. So there is a correlation to that. And number three, if there's paramedics involved in a situation as well, they're going to their doctor's office for a follow-up appointment, you're now taking your card saying doctor or hospital or whoever, this is what I take. These are my cards. Oh, and the peace of mind factor, Absolutely. even as a family member, that is huge because we mm -hmm. can, we're concerned, you know, ha have mm -hmm. they taken the right medications or did they miss something or maybe they took the wrong thing and then this incident mm -hmm. happened with their health. The peace of mind factor in that alone is massive. It's the, and now more so in the last two or three weeks even, I mean, even so more recently where patients, the seniors or patients, family members, daughters, sons, granddaughters, grandsons are coming in themselves saying, I don't know what to do. I have six medications. And then that's when I sit down and I show them the card system and they they love it. It's peace of mind for them. Mm -hmm. If they're in and out of the house all day, if they don't live together, whatever the situation may be. And then they take it back home and they explain it to their parents. And sometimes they're a little bit more resistant than others, some seniors. And right. so that's, yeah. Awesome tip. Do you have one more for us? Yes, and uh, another one I have is, again, I actually have two more. Okay, great. <laughs> Medication reviews, uh, which we discussed, and that can happen on a yearly or monthly, weekly, whatever that patient senior needs, where we sit down, review diabetes logbook readings, blood pressures, um, review expiries as well, go through their medication cabinets, remove old drugs. Um, and then number two is false prevention, and that we stress oh. ourselves on. and. It's something where, I mean, I'm sure everyone here deals with as well. Um, certain medications, blood pressure medications, uh, which I've touched on quite a bit, even diabetic meds, if someone's going through hypoglycemia with low blood sugar readings, falls becomes a huge Indeed. risk. And I, I really feel like falls are the start to a catastrophe of events. And yes, they happen, so we deal with it when they happen, but why get to that point? We're all about prevention here. We've had yes. Dr. Melanie Abbott and me and myself as a therapist as well talking about falls prevention mm -hmm. because that cascading effect that happen afterwards, it can really be devastating. Yeah. And prevention mm -hmm. is key. So I think that's, you know, that's a phenomenal so thing I, to think And I think about. it works hand in hand, right? And mm -hmm. I think identifying that is definitely very important. Todd, so much incredible information that Nina's sharing with us here this morning. Absolutely. And I learned a lot of things that can even apply to me as well. I mean, just mm -hmm. keeping track of which meds and when and uh, making sure that uh, they're handled correctly. Mm -hmm. You are a walking wealth of knowledge and I hope Thank that you're going to come back. Absolutely. Um, I hope I can come back. <laughs> Absolutely. We'd love to have you back here on the show. And Thank you know, you. your your knowledge is, 
is clearly top-notch but what I do love about someone like you is that your passion is is palpable oh, and you, and I know that our listeners are going to feel that so of course if anybody would like more information about Nina um, or the pharmacies in which she works with please go to makingourseniorsmatter.com there'll be information there that you can uh, certainly look into and of course share this show this information is vital for both you and your family stay tuned as we've got more coming your way here on making our seniors matter i'm overwhelmed i don't know where to start and i don't know who to call these are some of the first sentences i hear from my clients who are considering whether or not to make a transition in their lives they may wish to stay safely in their houses with some extra supports or move to a more simple lifestyle such as a residence or apartment i'm told i'm kind of like a wedding planner without the wedding I listen for the needs, make a plan, and then bring in all the trusted professionals that will execute the plan while I support and guide my client throughout the process. Hello, my name is Elizabeth Cunningham, Certified Professional Consultant on Aging, and my company, Blue Willow Consulting for Seniors. If you think I can help you or your family, please get in touch with me and we can chat. I'm always open to a cup of tea and a conversation. You can find my contact information at www.makingourseniorsmatter.com or bluewillowforseniors.com. Remember, you don't have to be in this alone. I'm here to help. music again time for another seniors fire prevention and safety moment with glenn cunningham from real estate design for seniors and kelly spears from the brampton fire department okay well welcome back to our uh, making our seniors matter and this week instead of a scam alert we have fire prevention tips and what we've this morning brought in Kelly Spears from the Fire Life Safety Education Office with the Brampton Fire Department. Kelly, welcome to our show. Thank you. Well, glad to be here. Good. Um, Kelly, we work with seniors on a day-to-day -day basis, and I know that the families are always concerned about fire issues and, and fire safety. What is one of the number one things that you have as a concern right now when it comes to seniors and living in their home? Uh, the number one concern is carbon monoxide. Many people might be aware that as of April of this year, there was a new carbon monoxide law, and that law is found in the Ontario Fire Code. So that's a change that came for the entire province, not just the city of Brampton. And it says that carbon monoxide alarms must be installed in homes that have a fuel burning appliance. So any kind of a gas apparatus, a furnace, fireplace? Yes, furnace, fireplace, uh, hot water heater, also in homes that have to have, or that have an attached garage. So anywhere that a car could be stored that's attached to the residence. Okay, um, now how do people go about getting a carbon monoxide alarm? Okay, so carbon monoxide alarms can be purchased at any of the big box stores. The ones that we recommend, <clears throat> pardon me, are the ones that are a 10-year sealed unit, which means that the battery lasts for 10 years and you never have to replace it. 
that sounds very convenient, especially for, you know, if we set them up now, 10 years time, we do something on our daytimer, but there's got to be some way of knowing that. Do, do we have to have a professional to install the alarms? No, no professional to install them. They actually, some of them don't even have to be installed anywhere. They can be left on a dresser. They can be left um, just on a table, but they must be placed outside of all the sleeping areas in the home. The carbon monoxide alarms must be tested once a month so to make sure that they're operational. So once a month, they can just go and push the button, which will test to make sure that it is working. And they have a lifespan of only the 10 years. So at the end of the 10 years, they would just dispose of the entire unit. And any carbon monoxide alarm that they happen to have now is probably only good for five to seven years. Is there an expiration date then on the smoke detector that I can go into a senior's home and say, where's your alarm and how do I, how do I read that? Where do I find that? On the back, there should be a date of manufacture. Now with the newer ones, they have a label. So when you purchase it, if you write the date that you purchase it on and then write like in 10 years time to write on the side so that it can be visible. We also recommend if they have electronic calendar, you can put it 10 years ahead in the calendar so that it automatically pops up to remind you. Super. Well, that's a great tip because one of the things that we've talked about previously with people with medications are the blister packs. And our pharmacist tells us that once a month they go in and they get their month's supply. So why don't we make the suggestion that the day they go into the pharmacy to get their blister packs, they check their they test alarm, their alarm and test the alarm to make sure it's working. Kelly, thank you very much for coming in and sharing these tips with us. We really do appreciate it. And we do thank the Brampton Fire Department for allowing Making Our Seniors Matter to team up to help our seniors stay safe. Once again, we'd like to take an opportunity to thank Terry McIntyre of Manulife Securities for sponsoring our spot here to help keep our seniors safe with our scam alert and our fire safety tips. Thanks again, Terry. Independence matters. Terry McIntyre is a full-service investment advisor who researches and advises the best products in all markets, then advises which best meets your needs and risk tolerance. We are all individuals and need to be treated as individuals. Investments, income, and estate planning have become very non-personal at the big institutions. You deserve to work with a professional who crafts investments to meet your needs. Terry McIntyre, investment advisor, Manulife Securities Incorporated. Call 905-896-9060 or go to terrymcintyre.ca. Welcome back to Making Our Seniors Matter, and that we do every week, especially with our wonderful guests this week. They are two people that care very passionately about seniors and ensuring that they can stay at home as long as they can, and their business makes sure that seniors' homes are safe. Yes, sweet Todd. We are happy to have Lindsay and Tracy Croft from the Home Updaters Incorporated sharing all kinds of their expertise and information on how to age at home safely and effectively. So can we talk a little bit, uh, Tracy, what are some of the typical problems that you see in houses in our communities? Well, it's interesting, uh, Mark. The, the standard is often that one size fits none. And what we mean by that is that although the building code specifies certain minimum requirements, 
it's interesting that not much of that appears to be flexible for a lot of people uh, in terms of their needs. And especially as you move through your life and you transition into different things, you have to work around in your own home. And what we like to focus on is universal design, which is the idea that products and places should be functional for everyone, mm -hmm. regardless of their age, their ability, or their size. Now, it takes more thoughtful design, some of which is out there and available, especially if you look online. But unfortunately, a lot is not when it comes to houses. And the hazards that we encounter uh, can be quite common. Poor lighting, uh, slippery floors, especially when they get wet, uh, the issue of bathtubs comes up frequently because they're difficult to get in and out of and uh, obviously very slippery when wet. Yes. Uh, and tying in with that, there's no safe place to get your balance. Towel racks are designed to hold towels, not people. Right. Faucets that are hard to turn, especially with uh, hands and fingers that are stiff or sore. Stairways that lack handrails. Uh, laundry rooms in the basement. That can be a real problem, both for moving laundry around and for uh, actually reaching into the appliance to get the laundry. A lot of people still have top-loading machines, which mm -hmm. can be difficult to access. And when you look at the exterior, things like spring-loaded screen doors that smack back on you when you're trying to get the other door open, and handrails for the steps of the exterior of a home. It's quite interesting to go for a walk in your own neighborhood and mm -hmm. see how many homes have stairs to the front door that have no handrail. Indeed. That's a risk for everybody, not just seniors. Indeed. So when we look at these hazards, um, it really can cause major issues that can affect the health of our seniors, like falls. There's some shock, shocking stats. Can you share just one briefly with us to put some parameters around why this is important? Certainly. Uh, in 2014, the Public Health Agency of Canada reported that falls remain the leading cause of injury-related hospitalizations among Canadian seniors. Between 20 and 30 percent of seniors fall each year. And the shocking part, too, is that between 2003 and 2008, the number of deaths due to falls in seniors increased by 65 percent. Wow. That's that's unbelievable. And uh, I know my father is uh, living proof of this. He fell and broke his femur. And oh. and there's cascading effects that happen after that. And certainly living in your home is one of them. And we've done many adaptations, thanks to people like you. So I'm really excited. Um, we want to keep things moving because you have so much to share. I want you to take us on a tour of a typical home. And what are some of the common fixes, both for the exterior um, and the front door area? So let's, let's start there for the exterior and front door, and then we're gonna take everybody on a tour of the home. Okay, sounds great. Okay, it's fairly simple really, like number one be improved lighting, um, adding handrails, um, <coughs> sorry, cha change the door lock to a simpler system so you don't need a key, um, zero, zero clearance threshold so you avoid tripping and also it's accessible for uh, wheelchairs or even, or even the, um, the, the small tr uh, strollers and that kind of stuff. And I, I suppose the number one would be to widen the door. Okay, so now our guests or our senior come in through the doorway and we're in the front hall. What are we going to do there? Improve the lighting, remove any slippery area rugs, and be mindful of the heights of the light switches. Mm -hmm. if, all right, if you're seated, can you still turn the lights on safely? Very important. That TV room where many of us spend a lot of time, what are we doing there? 
Um, it's, it's, it's again, it's check the flooring, um, and quite often it's the cables that are running around the room. People have extension cords or, or the cable going from one to another, and, and they're tripping over them. Right. The kitchen is the heart of the home, and it needs to be functional. What do we do? Oh, there's lots of exciting things that can be done there. Um, replace the faucets on your kitchen sink with a lever style. Um, there are lots of cabinet options that uh, some are silent glide on hydraulics. So if you're seated or have trouble reaching, you can touch a button and the upper cabinets slide down to you. Fabulous. Uh, find ways to incorporate safe sitting workspace in the kitchen. And if you're going to renovate, look at replacing your lower cabinets with large pull-out drawers. So you're not stooping or having to get down on your hands and knees to find that pot. Um, you can also look at putting the wall oven at eye level. And there are new drawer style dishwashers oh. that again pull out like a drawer oh. and so you don't have to bend over and wrangle those heavy uh, racks and, and get the door up. And that is a balance issue for many seniors. It is. Yeah. For sure. Okay now the bathroom that is an area where a lot of things can go wrong so what are some quick and easy things to do there? Um, we come back to safety bars again um, that's maybe the most important thing. Uh, replace the tub with a low threshold shower um, or we can do a zero a, a zero clearance, which means you can roll in, you know, with a wheelchair or that that type of thing. Um, and the other thing, interesting thing is the right height toilets are actually becoming a standard. We, we that's the only ones we basically put in now. Uh, lever style faucet, um, flooring material, you know, is it slippery? Can we put something in there that it's less slippery? So we've talked before on the show about laundry rooms. So what about the laundry room? Stackable washer dryer? What what are our options? Absolutely, there are. Uh, they take up a lot less space, and they're also more efficient in terms of the power and water that's used. Uh, they're also much easier to reach into than the old top-loading styles. Uh, if you move them up onto a pedestal that usually comes with the unit, uh, then it puts it more closer to eye level. And look at moving them to another floor or another part of the house, um, incorporating them into a, an unused linen closet or something like that, so you're not having to go up and down the stairs. Important. Now lastly, and this is always, I'm sure, the question you get. What's the typical cost? Can you speak to that and, and how we can get help? Um, cost, as you can imagine, it, 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 it varies a lot. Um, it can be from, from a few hundred dollars to many thousands, depending on what you're getting done. Um, yeah. And you work within a client's needs and budget, correct? Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And, and I think that's important. So as long as we're working with our clients and giving them the resources, I know, Tracy, you've alluded to some programs that the government offers or maybe insurance coverage. Do you want to speak briefly to that? Sure. There's a variety of programs, uh, both at the community level, at the provincial level, and even the federal level, that depending on a person's individual circumstances may make them eligible for assistance with funding. It could be uh, things through Veterans Affairs. It could be March of Dimes. It could be through Canada mortgage and housing. It could be uh, relating to tax credits that you can get back at a later point in time. Uh, we certainly would help clients understand their options when we come in to meet with them. And there's more information on our website at thehomeupdaters.ca. Well, thank you both for coming in. I'll tell you, that was the best house tour I've taken without being in a house. And I'm sure <laughs> our viewers at home will feel the exact same. I hope you'll come back and join us another time. We'd love to. Love to. Thank you, Margaret. Stay tuned because we've got more great music, entertainment, and education here on Making Our Seniors Matter. Welcome back to Making Our Seniors Matter. We always have such fun on this show. And if you could only listen and hear what was happening when you're tuned into one of our wonderful sponsor messages, there's all sorts of shenanigans going on off mic. So, a great show, Margaret. 
It sure was, Todd. We always love to have fun here. Well, we educate, empower, and inspire seniors to live well. And next week, we've got William Osler returning. They will be in the house. Joan Reed and Tammy Daters will be with us again. And Nicole Triano from Retire at Home will be joining us. Some really important topics, so you're going to want to tune in. And as I mentioned about all that wonderful stuff that we talk about off, Mike, because we just have so, you know, we have such a limited window with this show, and we're hoping to expand it. But uh, Nina made a wonderful reference that uh, Truscott IDA has a monthly uh, day for seniors, all sorts of special events, snacks, uh, a great time to meet your pharmacist in person. But check your local pharmacy to see uh, what their schedule is for seniors days. I want to say a great big thank you and a shout out to our sponsors who make this wonderful program possible. Contact information for all of our wonderful sponsors can be found at makingourseniorsmatter.com and a big shout out to Home Equity Bank for making our seniors possible every week coming to you via the internet. You can tune into Making Our Seniors Matter each Monday at 2 p.m. and 8 p.m. But if you miss it, you can find it on demand or podcast the following day. If you'd like to comment on something you've heard, have a program suggestion, want to make a song request, or you would like to nominate a senior for our Shining Seniors Moment, call us at 1-866-269-6155, 866-269-6155, extension 3. Making Our Seniors Matter is produced for WOW Radio by Listen Up Talk Radio. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Play us out, Dino, would you? Beautiful, I've sunshine enough to spread. It's just like the fella said. Tell me quick, ain't